The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. The apostles said to the Lord, Increase our faith. The Lord replied, If you had faith the size of a mustard seed, you would say to the mulberry tree, Be uprooted and planted into the sea, and it would obey you. Who among you would say to your servant who has just come in from plowing and tending sheep in the field, Come here immediately and take your place at table? Would he not rather say to him, Prepare something for me to eat, Put on your apron and wait on me while I drink. You may eat and drink when I am finished. Is he grateful to that servant because he did what was commanded? So should it be with you. When you have, been, when you have done all you have been commanded, then say, we are unprofitable servants. We have done what we are obliged to do. The Gospel of the Lord. How long, O oh Lord, I cry for help and you do not listen. Have you ever experienced that in your life where you cry out to God for his help and you feel like he's not listening to you? And you just scream and say, come on, God, help me with this. I don't know about you, but I've experienced that in my life. There are times like that when we feel like God is not listening and it takes every last ounce enough to, to cry out and to scream to him and say, God, why aren't you doing anything? And I think if we're to look at our, our, our state in the world right now, and this, this was written by the prophet Habakkuk long before Christ came into the world, and he's crying out, Lord, I cry out there's violence, and you don't seem to be intervening. Why do you let me see ruin? Why must there be misery in my days? Destruction and violence are all before me. There's strife and clamorous discord. So if you think about it in our world, don't we see that in our world today? There's strife and there's violence and there's clamorous discord and we wonder, God, where are you? Why aren't you doing anything? Well, let's dig a little deeper into this. You know, so if you think about some of the things that we have going on in our world today, you, you think about ISIS and, and the terrorism that seems to just keep coming and coming and every time you think there's another disaster and you never know where the next one's going to happen or what city it's going to happen or what part of the world it's going to happen in. And today is Right to Life Sunday and we think about just the gravity and the, the, the reality of how life just doesn't seem to be, hold the dignity that it ought to. So far, uh, ISIS, there's been 1,200 people killed outside of Iraq and Syria. There's been 1,200 murders so far by this terrorist attack. How long will we continue to endure this? How long is God going to let ISIS continue to bring about terror in us? And by the way, it's not forever. I'll let you know. If you think about the reality of abortion, you know, that we face. Just the time of yesterday when I spent preparing for this homily, there were 2,907 abortions while I prepared this homily. In the U.S., since Roe versus Wade, there have been 59,406,940 abortions since 1980. That's almost 60 million abortions in our country alone. In the world, 
there's 1,430,110,161 abortions that have happened since I wrote this homily. How long, O Lord, will this violence continue? We all know everything going on with Black Lives Matter and with All Lives Matter, and I don't know about you, watching the presidential debate, um, one of the one of the comments after the, the the debate, somebody was asking, you know, who won the debate, and and the comment was, I'm not sure who won the presidential debate, but I'm sure of one thing, the American people lost. How long, O oh Lord, is is this going to endure? You know, and and I think that we have the tendency to want our to want to put our hope in a leader, or to want to put our our faith, you know, in in some establishment, but the reality is, our faith comes from God. The only one that is going to stop ISIS is God. The only one that's going to bring abortion to an end is God. The only one that's going to stop all this clamor and destruction and violence and discord and strife in our world is God. So how much, how, how much longer do we have to wait? How long was, must we wait? Well, I love the end of the reading because he says to Habakkuk, this is God speaking to him, and he says, write this down. I want this vision to be clearly written down upon tablets. So this is what we have here. So that one can readily hear it. For the vision has its time. So God's vision does have its time. And it presses on to fulfillment. God's vision of peace on this earth is pressing on right now to fulfillment. And it will not disappoint. So God will not disappoint us. This peace that we all desire, this safety from oppression, this dignity for life that we all desire, it will be brought to fulfillment. And if it delays, wait for it. It will surely come and it will not be late. The rash one has no integrity, but the just one, because of his faith, shall live. So ultimately, how do we bring an end to all of this? How do we participate in bringing a dignity to life and an end of terror? It's through our faith. And Jesus says, if you had faith the size of a mustard seed, you would say to this mulberry tree, be uprooted and planted and thrown into the sea. I was thinking about this as I was watching the election, uh, the debate. I thought, am I better off watching this or should I just go into the chapel and pray? And uh, I wish I would have gone into the chapel and prayed, but I, I felt like I needed to at least watch it to see what everybody else was saying. But what if we had that faith? You know, what if we had that faith that God was going to protect us, that God was going to bring about this end of terrorism, that God was, will one day bring about the end to abortion? We'll, we'll look back and we'll think, why as a country did we ever allow that? You know, look, we'll look back on it as we did in the absurdity of slavery. Why do we ever think that was okay? All we need is the faith of a mustard seed. But the thing is, Jesus is saying to his disciples, if you have the faith of a mustard seed, so he's saying, you don't even have the faith of a mustard seed. If you had at least a little bit of faith, these things would happen. And so I think he's speaking to all of us today, to the reality of... of our faith in God and what he can do is so little. We hear about this in the opening prayer that, that God, if we have faith in him, he can do things beyond we could ever imagine or ever fathom. And brothers and sisters, that's why we're here today. We are here today to gather together as a community of faith. We're here today on this feast of our namesake, uh, St. Gabriel and, and the archangels. 
with the great power and might that God has and is still doing in us in this world. And so I just invite you to ultimately be patient, to have hope, to not allow ourselves to get discouraged or disappointed. If we think that God is delaying, just wait a little bit. He's not delaying. He will surely come and he's never too late in his plan. So I just invite all of us, especially in this time of discord in our world and of uh, fear in our country, just to have faith, to never give up hope in God, and ultimately to realize that if we have even a tiny seed of faith, God can work wonders. And it's your faith, ultimately Christ, working in you, your prayers, that will bring about the salvation of the world.